0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano.
1: All righty, coming up on 12 Minutes After Eight on Wisconsin's Morning News, Eric Bilstead, Vince Petrano here with you till nine o'clock. Great Pancake Hill did the respectable thing. He knew he wasn't going to pay attention to anything today because the basketball tournament's getting underway, so he quit. He, he didn't just, quit. He's just taking PTO. Took two days off. Good for him, though.
2: So he's, right? not, he's not adding to the
1: billions of dollars lost in productivity you can today. You talk a little about uh, that end of things with the NCAA tournament. Uh, I, first year, I'm not doing brackets. Unless That's, I get it done in the next couple hours. Why wouldn't but, you sneak
2: one in? Why not? Well, just have something.
1: One, there's not like a huge... like. The Eric Bilstead pool for five bucks a pop is not going on or whatever it is. Like, mm. there's no huge. Oh, well, we can. Unless I'm unawares. can make that happen if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, what? It's going to be like four of us in it? <laughs> so, that, I guess, I you know, didn't entice me. We do have something going in the workplace, you know, like everybody can join for free and there's a little friendly competition. Yeah, and so that's like yeah, that. Do that yeah. one. At least you got something, nah. something brewing. I know. But when am I going to do that? I don't know. The games don't start for another three hours. Okay, right. You ever been that guy at the copier? No, we'll do it later. I want want to jump. (laughs) Sorry. I I, I distracted myself even in here today. But anyway, pancakes off. Tommy's in here. So if you call the booth, that's who you're going to talk to this morning. Glad to have Tommy with us through the hour. I actually want to talk about a serious topic first. And what I do not want to do is debate people's position on abortion. These are deeply held and personal beliefs. And it's just tired to come on here and like wage that debate. Nobody's convincing anybody of their position on that. But I do want to talk about why we can't reach a compromise, a very mild compromise in our state capitol. And it causes me to question of people, normal people, when we talk about politics when we talk with your friends or if you if you dare to wade into politics once in a while, you always hear people say, well, I want these folks to go to Madison, to go to Washington, work together want to see things get done. Bullseye. Right. We want compromise. Whatever happened to the days when we could say, well, your side, this side, we give uh, a little bit that. What happened to the days? No and one I, wants compromise. Either we actually don't want compromise or we do and the people we're sending there don't. But there is no room for compromise. Everything is all sides when at when all costs or nothing. And that's where we are with the abortion legislation that was proposed in Madison. Uh, let's... Back up and give you a little bit on that, and then I want your opinion on it. Wisconsin State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss he rolled out his legislation in Madison. Basically, what it does is it would expand and clarify the abortion law in Wisconsin. Remember, you've heard it over and over and over again. Wisconsin reverted to its 1849 law, and don't text me about saying it was 1849. There's a reason for that because things changed along the way, and the law became Roe v. Wade essentially, and all that other stuff. There is some relevance to saying this was a law that was 1849. It hadn't been updated or reverts back to it its original form before it was updated. So that's why you keep hearing 1849 as the law. But so we've been looking to update that. Even Robin Voss, Speaker of the State Assembly, had said in his campaign for reelection, I do think that there is room there to change things. We need to. One of the weaknesses of it is it doesn't clarify. It does allow for abortion in the state of Wisconsin when the health of the mother is at stake but doesn't say really what that means. Right. And you got to
2: assume that medical societies, lobbying groups, hospitals would love some more clarification as they figure out their
1: legalese in this matter, regardless of their personal thoughts about abortion business, right? What they're saying is I'm a doctor, right? And I'm to provide medical services and I'm unclear as to what I'm allowed to do under the law. And so at the very least, Folks ought to be able to get behind some sort of clarification within that, and this proposal would do that. The other thing is, it does is it allows for abortion in the case of rape and incest, and I don't want to get into the particulars of how they define that or how they verify that. I know that's contentious as well, but nonetheless, it gets pro-choice folks something, something better than the state of affairs right now, as originally stated in 1849. It also gives pro-life folks what does it give them well i think there's some movement there if you look at the polling in wisconsin there's still a majority that wants to go back to roe v wade majority opinion in the state that wants to go back to that even more support exceptions for rape and incest and so it gets closer to something that reflects the larger community and Again, if you're if you're pro life and you've put all your eggs in the state supreme court basket in former Justice Kelly getting reelected and any of these court challenges being um, being rejected, I don't know. I think clearly the abortion issue propelled was one of the things that propelled Governor Evers to his reelection. I think it absolutely would play into the hands of Judge Prosewitz, who's all but stated basically that she would vote to overturn it. So you could lose everything then if you're a pro lifer. And so to me, this looks like a reasonable compromise, regardless of where you are in the issue. And I don't know why we can't get there. Politics? Right. Well, it's politics. So I, I, Well, then that, that,
2: I could see that being— I, I It's winner s- take all. I could see why, if you're pro-choice, why you'd want to you'd sit this out, this bill.
1: Well, can't we get to this first? Isn't this right now, today, if this were to pass and the governor signs it, and then isn't, if, isn't like that better said, than bro. where you are right now? I mean,
2: if you, if you want it back to where it was for however many Well, can't you then years. keep working on that? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Do we keep working on stuff? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't.
1: Well, right. Fair enough. But, again, there's a legislative process, and if that's your true belief, then you keep working and keep working and keep working. But don't you take something? Because you could lose everything. right. You're right. You're right. And then you stuck with the 1849. So you have Governor Evers who said, I won't sign anything else. I want to go back to where we were, and I won't sign anything else. Well, don't... Okay, they're giving you some room here to make it a little bit better, to get you a little bit closer to where you think it ought to be. And if you're on the right, again, public opinion is squarely against the position of no how, no way. So I just don't see where where the conflict is in getting this part done. What makes
2: this interesting, too, is that it's not necessarily a red and blue, right and left issue. There are plenty of Republicans, plenty of conservatives that are willing to give a little bit on this.
1: Robin Voss, right? right? Would, right. Any, would anyone you on the left call him a compromiser? <laughs> the great compromiser Robin right. Voss? Right. But even he said, I, I see this. I see this playing out and I think there's room here to clarify and to expand this legislation. So I don't need you to call in and debate your position. I respect everybody's ideas on this. I'm just curious as to see particularly if you are pro-choice, what's wrong with this legislation? And if you're pro-life, how do you think that state Supreme Court race is going to turn out if you don't get something, at least something like this done? You could lose everything on your position. 818 on Wisconsin's Morning News. The Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. 822 on Wisconsin's Morning News. The Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Would love to hear from you on this, regardless of which side you're on on the abortion debate. Maybe you're pro-life, maybe you're pro-choice. I thought what Assembly Speaker Robin Voss rolled out was a reasonable compromise to his position. It clarifies some of the law as it exists for protecting the health of the mother. Also adds exceptions for rape and incest, which pulls in the vast majority of people who want to allow. I understand that people are some people are opposed to that and why I don't want to debate that point, just the fact that you have, you have some outreach here on one side of the issue, and you already have over in the Senate the majority leader saying, we're not even going to look at it, and he's a Republican, and you have the governor, who's a Democrat, saying, hey, unless I get exactly what I asked for, I'm not going to sign it. And so we have no movement there, and I would have thought, I would hope, People who say, I want compromise, actually will go ahead and accept some compromise. It's not what we have. Let me start off on the phones, eight five five six one six one six twenty. 616 Ray is with us from Milwaukee. Hi, Ray. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. What do you think on this?
3: Um, I think that this is the single most important issue. If you're on the right side of the issue, if you're interested in any sort of politics, there's not a woman under the age of 35 that is going to vote for a Republican. Unless we get this issue settled, I don't. It was a miracle that Tony Evers was elected uh, against the climate in Wisconsin. The only reason that it happened was through like a massive amount of money. I mean, I'm kind of arguing against my own point here, but uh, I think that you just got to get it taken care of. I, I mean, the Republicans who are on the uh, like opposing it, like you can have your own personal issues, but we don't live in a theocracy. You have to think about other people. I'm pro. I'm personally, I'm pro-life. I think you're killing something if you, uh, you know, if you abort. But uh, I also believe that I live in a republic. You know, I, like people have their own choices, and if you're going to kill something inside of you, I think you have that right at a certain point. But uh, you re- we just got to get this done. Like uh, that's pretty much what it comes down to.
1: Uh, Ray, thanks very much for the phone call. And what I'm hearing from him as well is, look, I'm a conservative. Probably would prefer the state supreme court remain in conservative hands, but that race is going to be lost. If, you know, there's no compromise here, there's no room for majority opinion in the state if you're on the right. Well, what would happen,
2: and obviously this is hypothetical, but if the governor said, OK, I'll consider it, does that mean the Senate then changes its mind? Yeah, because the Senate right now, by the way, the Senate is not even considering this bill. The Republican-led Senate will not
1: consider this bill, and I don't know if that's a combination of Lemahue believing he doesn't have the votes, or because way, it's right? too conservative, like or to pass that legislation. Or- I think I definitely heard in some of his, uh, I definitely read in some of his statement on that that he's like, well, why should we bother if the governor's already said he's not going to well, sign it? We could well, make
2: that, we could ask that a lot of times. We pass, wait, we pass legislation
1: all the time <laughs> to make a, to you know, outline your point to go ahead and pass it. Uh, Steve is with us in West Bend this morning. Hi, Steve. Hi, how you doing? Uh, good. What are your thoughts on this? Well, as I understand it,
3: the reason why the Democrats don't want to even take this compromise is the legal attack on the 1849 law depends on some laws that were passed in the 60s or 70s, something like that, that kind of clarified some issues about abortion and the legal attack on the 1849 law will be that those laws should be the ones that reflect uh, the will of the legislature. And so if something now is passed, then that would become the new will of the legislature, and the Democrats don't want
4: that.
1: Yes, it can hinder the lawsuit that the attorney general has filed. Yeah, Steve, I uh, think—thank you, Steve. And he brings up a complex legal point (laughs) that— My mind is not in a position to dissect for you, but I but I agree that that has been raised. That right, the lawsuit that Attorney General Josh Call uh, has filed and is going to be working its way through the courts. Right, that would mess up that effort. But then that goes back to the point of: Are you really in this for the for the political outcome? Are you in this for the health of the women whom you want to protect? And if there's a little bit that you can do for them right now, isn't that something that you ought to do? And then. Again, proceed with your lawsuits in other ways. Proceed with new legislation that you want to support. Uh, from the old National
2: Bank talk and text line, it's all about having the Supreme Court, whoever gets elected, they'll decide this situation on abortion rights. If they compromise now and give those exceptions, that there may not be any leverage to take it to the Supreme Court to get it changed completely. Right. So I so making a decision now on something... Uh, in this texter's mind, prevents you being able to do that later after the election.
1: Big gamble. Let's go to uh, Mike here on the old National Bank talking text line. Morning, Mike.
0: Hi. uh, I kind of agree. I I told your screener, Voss is not really trying to compromise anything. He's afraid that the Supreme Court is going to get lost. And therefore, he's been opposed to this all along. So now he's making it sound like he wants to compromise. No, he wants to get something done because he's afraid the Supreme Court is going to change how things are. So he's he's not in it for anything. He's in it to save a little face and act like he's this big guy that wants to compromise. And he's not. He's worried about what's going to happen because like before this, you've never heard him say anything about changing and doing anything for the women. So he's All
1: right. He's pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) Including you guys. (laughs) Well, the wool's pulled over my eyes. I just think, like, isn't this... Haven't the people spoken? Isn't this a guy in a leadership position who says, okay, this isn't my position, but very clearly... The last election results have shown me that my position needs to change. I don't think you need to pin a medal on him or call him a good guy, but he was willing to move his position. That's just my thought on Voss and why he's coming to it. You know, whether it's because he has a good heart or cares about it, I mean, we don't even need to discuss that. He's moved his position based on what people have told him, based on what he saw in that last election, realizing that of a further extreme position is no longer tenable. And so it got to the point where the guy was willing to compromise. Call him a good guy or not. I I don't care about that. He just, he got to a compromise point and others can't seem to get there with him.
2: Isn't it funny though? The, uh, one of the other issues, the other tentacles of this is just even more and more realization that everything that we ever decide we as a state, anything has to go through the Supreme court. That's how everything
1: has to be decided on. What did Voss call it? He called it the super legislature, sure, right? Which is basically what we've done is particularly if you, even if you had a Republican, even if, um. you know, Tim Michaels had won the governor's yeah, it, it office. It doesn't
2: matter. It doesn't matter. Anything they side, passed and he all... signed
1: would have been litigated and gone on through the court.
2: And vice versa. It's it's right. Every everything now
1: goes through the court.
2: They, uh, one
1: more. They legislate for us now. One more call on this. Uh, let me go with Scott in Greendale. Morning, Scott. Hey, good morning, guys.
4: You know, I, I'm, I'm just going to uh, drop something here, and I'm curious to see what you guys believe. I wonder sometimes if, like... This is an inherent flaw within our form of government, within, within democracy. And I'm, I'll narrow this down for you. When you have, all right, you like take this viewpoint on abortion, right? If you have somebody on one side that is so committed to a deity above them, right, that this is not their body. Um, this body belongs to their God, and their God says, hey, um, this isn't right. Right. All the way to the end, even if it kills the mom during labor or uh, during the pregnancy, even if it was rape, even if it was incense, all those types of things. And then you have somebody maybe that doesn't believe in the deity or maybe they even do. Right. But they truly, truly believe passionately on the most basic level. This is my body. Right. Which was given to me. And I can do my I guess my big question to you and I leave it with you guys um, is. How do you compromise? How, as a legislator, do you compromise from that? There, to me, it's almost like kind of like math, right? You reduce the fraction to the common or to the least common denominator. Maybe we've gotten to the least common denominator. And honestly, like there is no path forward of compromise. And I was just curious what you guys thought about that.
1: Uh, Scott, thanks for the call. And it's Something that we talk about you when know, I talk about it in my family and we discuss our views. So with our young children, two of my kids are daughters and my wife, you know, like everybody's got strongly held beliefs on that. And, you know, what I need everybody to do is understand, even on the extremes of this position, right? They're, they're good, maybe good, decent, honest people who have those strong beliefs. If you're pro-life, right, you you believe and, and some folks believe you know what what Scott detailed there, and I don't want to get back into it. And on the opposite side, they believe that that extreme. And you know, you can have good people who are disagreeing over this. And right, what what's the compromise if though if you're on one of the extremes, what's the compromise that's acceptable to you? Right, that's really that's that's a hard one. My point here, though, is again, this is a legislative situation, and I think there are some folks reaching out for some sort of compromise, regardless of how they got there. And it's amazing that it already is dead on arrival. Amazing, also, to me. Not a single woman called today. <laughs> I mean, keep hearing you don't want a bunch of old dudes talking about, you know, these issues. Well, this was an open forum, so I'm I'm curious why that didn't happen. 832 on Wisconsin's Morning News.
2: 839
1: on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just a couple of scraps. I don't want to revisit on the Aaron Rodgers thing, and then we can move on because it's it's all over but the deal that has yet to be made, right? Maybe we'll get a first round pick out of it, then uh, something else. And uh...
2: by the way, you are now a Jets fan. <laughs> I don't know
1: if yes, I am. yes you I don't... are.
2: Yes, you know why? Oh. Because it could depend on compensation. Oh, all right. the yes. better the team is, the better he does
1: oh, could right. dictate. What comes back? If we get one of those picks to be named later, depending yes, on how that Then works you out. will be rooting for the green and white. And I don't, I don't wish poorly on Aaron Rodgers. I'm not in that camp. I don't want to see him, you know, like fail or whatever. I'm, I don't care for him winning a Super Bowl <laughs> with the Jets. <laughs> but only because, I, because I, I do respect the years that he put in as quarterback. And he was a great quarterback.
2: If it meant another first-round pick.
1: If he wins the Super Bowl. It was a high <laughs> right. I mean, we, we could negotiate. Now, two other things that, that I, I didn't address when we were talking about it earlier. One, there was some indication. He talked a little bit about the reporters and who didn't know what they were talking about and who did. And he always sort of has this. He has multiple chips on his shoulder. And, and one of them is for this quest for information from people in sports media who are always naming sources and other things that he always, always quick, well, no, nope, it wasn't me. I didn't give you that. Well, they have other sources besides you. And some of these folks are talking to teams mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get their information. Yep, and, yep. you know, anytime there's a there's a lack of information, that black hole is filled by whatever people can get from other sources. And what bothered me a little bit, and he was very respectful about the fans and very, very uh boy, the word love was tossed around a lot yesterday. Oh, yeah. I love this. I love that. Love, love for these love. guys. Love for that. And I think he's genuine in that. That's fine. But in terms of the fans' desire to know information, to want to know what happens, and they're always you get sort of pushback from players, like people need to relax, not worry about it as much. The Packers are a unique thing, because it is literally our team. Mm-hmm. It is community-owned. When you ask your fan base, myself included, to send in a few hundred dollars, and you send back to them a piece of paper that has no material worth other than that which your heart and your soul assigns to it, which is that Packers stock certificate has no value. I can't so, so, sell it for more. It doesn't appreciate. The only value it has is what my, what my heart gives it. And I'm an investor in the team in that way. Don't come back and bag on because I'm interested in what the hell's going on. I thought you are going to complain that Goody's not taking your calls. And also he should <laughs> take my calls. I've been saying this for years. Yeah, I haven't heard from him yet. I don't think you will until the deal is done, and that's fine. So that was that was just one thing I wanted to make. You know, any of these guys that that because fans are too interested or fans are, you know, especially for the Packers, like, that's my team. So, yeah, I'm interested. Here's I'm a fa- invested.
2: The fascinating aspect out of all of this outside of, you know, the, the Packers and Rodgers is that so this was a live real-time interview that was taking place on the Pat McAfee show, which if you're not, you know, if you're not, you don't know anything about that show, it ha- it's a live YouTube show. So you pop it on, you can watch the video as it's happening live on YouTube. 500,000 people. Half a million people were watching. we were watching yesterday. it in real time. Now they could have waited two minutes and to gotten, find out what he said. Gotten <laughs> app pushes from a million different entities, <laughs> right? right? It would have been tweeted a million times. It was, but no, that many watched it in real time. So that that's fascinating to me to see what that means and what that looks like. And I don't think this is only a one-time thing. You know, obviously this was a big deal because it's, you know, America's team, it's Aaron Rodgers, a lot also going on there, the New York contingent that obviously was interested. But moving forward, as you look at the media landscape, what this could mean for the media landscape moving forward. Will you see more? I mean, we've already seen it in the Oh, for sure, right? Will you see more of this type of thing in order to
1: either, A, get your point across, or B, get more attention to something? Entering into a space where you feel safe to just kind of say, because actually it was funny, in the moment, when I thought he wasn't really going to reveal what his intentions were, because he said, look, I need a little bit of room here. And he got to just kind of go off yeah. and do, say what he wanted to say in his way, in his time. Like here in the show, like if someone's a guest on the show, what do they get? Four minutes? Five? Give, you know, and compared to what take, they got yeah. in TV land, that right. was a lot. Yeah, Nothing went five minutes when I was on TV. So... Right, here's a guy who's got this open space to just say what he wanted. It actually created a funny moment. It reminds me I was going to play this. So Eric and I are both in the newsroom watching it live as well. A bunch of other folks in there just waiting to see what he was going to say. Yeah, Eric had gone into the day largely convinced that he was going to announce there's a trade done with the Jets, and that's what I'm doing. And then gush over Packers fandom. Yes. I thought he can't make that announcement because the teams have to make that announcement. Either the Packers or the Jets or somebody is going to have to own that big announcement.
2: And I aggressively pushed back on right. you because I, there was no way they weren't going to do anything. If, the, if the, nothing was announced, I would have lost my mind.
1: So initially, it sounded to me like he wasn't going to say anything.
0: <laughs> Timeline, which I think is important, that's why I'm going to go through it, is that in 2020... <sighs> Time
1: 2020! Wait. Uh, to reply. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, not going uh, to
2: say it.
1: Right away, he ain't going to say sh- <laughs> I'm about a foot away from Eric uh, at this point taunting him because it appeared we were just gonna get ten minutes oh of well, gosh. you know I, I like to play football there was you know, a oh, moment there in the darkness, I did not well, see where I'm at got see it. where my mind's at, you know it was a I couple w- of weeks we can, we got time to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure. I was surprised.
2: I I have to admit because sometimes we create things that aren't really there, right? Like the the entity of fandom creates. Oh well, all he's going to do is talk about darkness when it's really the rest of us talking about the darkness and not yes. him, right? But in this case, like he brought it up. Yes. Would I mean, you stop?
1: Stop! Don't S- fuel the fire. So we were both a little right and we were both a little wrong. We got a lot more out of Aaron Rodgers than I thought we were going Hell to yeah. in terms of his intentions. But we also didn't get it's a done deal, the right. big trade announcement. Things are still uncertain and unsettled this morning.
2: So once they figured that out, it sounds like, what did that Brandon say? He saw a report somewhere that maybe it's a, uh, a first-round pick this year and then a compensation based on Compensatory performance. Compensatory picks yeah, yeah, or something like that based on how well the team
1: does or Rodgers does. So you're going to have to root for him. You're going to have to keep rooting for him. One other thing I wanted to mention, Jordan Love has not posted anything to Twitter since the second of the month, and that was just a retweet of something. He posted something on Valentine's Day about love. (laughs) Because his last name is Love. Hell yeah. But this cat's just been sitting there, hadn't said a word. Somebody's got to get to him. I want to know what he's thinking. And I imagine we don't hear from him until some sort of deal is done. But talk about classy, you know, like he's just sitting there waiting. Agreed. Like the rest of us to see what's going on. So handling it as well as a guy could be expected to. And I am. Well, I am anxious for this to be over sad for the end of an era. Wish we had won more championships with Aaron Rodgers. I wish him well. I have no real ill feelings or anything like that. I did hear that they're going to have Brendan Bostic on Pat McAfee <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> 847 on Wisconsin's Morning News. So they were modeling the spacesuits. Did you see them today,
2: <laughs> Yeah, the video. So there's video of the, the new space suits that NASA has unveiled, and there's a guy walking around, kind of like carrying a cane
1: with them or some kind of what walking stick. What was that about? Stick. These are the new suits that they're going to wear on the moon. When yeah. People go back to the moon. NASA and Axiom Space revealed a new spacesuit design that could eventually be worn to walk on the moon again. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. The prototypes were unveiled in Houston and should be delivered in time for astronaut training there later this summer. The new design is black with blue and orange detailing, but it's just a display model. NASA says the actual spacesuits will be white to reflect heat and protect astronauts from extreme temperatures. So what's interesting
2: about this is that like we saw them kind of strut around it reminded us of like a fashion runway. Like, the
1: way it got. why didn't he come
2: out that way? Right, Like the way he's walking around. Can you imagine, <laughs> like <laughs> turning <laughs> around? <laughs> oh, you got There you go. There you go. Right. Strutting around, all the flashing
1: pops. What was the company's name? Axiom. Yeah. Axiom's fall line is out now. <laughs> Here comes George. <laughs> <laughs> He did find the music, I told you it looked like cantina music This guy's dancing around in his face suit Looking around, he did like the pivot a couple of times He did kind of look times, around Popped the shoulder a few, gave the like look back Went for the brush of the hair, but he had the helmet on So then that created a funny yeah. moment
2: <laughs> Strutted around with this little cane He did have some type of walking stick Of some kind that I couldn't quite figure out But anyway, yeah, then there's all these people clapping It's not even the final version of the suit yeah, it was uh, it was not white to reflect the heat just yet. This one, this prototype was probably easier to the eye for us to be able to, you know, to yeah. appreciate. It was very they slimming. Out.
1: They looked fantastic.
2: <laughs> but then there's always that one model that's just way obscure that no one would ever wear, <laughs> right? <laughs> where, where it's not even covering his whole body, like his legs were bare.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't even really work in space. <laughs> so thank so like, you.
2: Next, Very please. flashy boots. <laughs> Thanks like, a lot. What is this? Got a train? You had like a big train to it. <laughs>
1: right, something like a cape too. <laughs> 853 wanna
4: go to sleep tonight when stay up
1: 856 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I, I forgot that it was where your college gear day today. Nope. Hold on, let's get your
0: mic on there. I'm repping my Panthers. Got the Drake stuff on, Mr. Bilstead, and then you're wearing a Packers thing. No, you are relevant as far as the context of, of the that. news that matters. Yes, so I get that.
1: Is I that- for- first of all, I forgot it was wear your college stuff to work day, mm. and then secondly, like mine, I'm not a Division One school, Saint Norbert. No, like we're not. You that don't doesn't have matter. To wear, no. Where you went? It didn't it's
0: say who you're rooting for.
1: Oh, I well, thought it was
0: you- where your your school. Was- because tomorrow's like something, yeah, too. I got, school, like, like the way I got Marquette worked. stuff I could have worn, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Did been... you go to Marquette?
1: No, my oh, dad no. did.
0: No, you're still allowed to do that. That's the whole I still point. root for Marquette. That's tomorrow, though, not today. Let's be clear on what we're doing here. Well, maybe <laughs> you could get me some Drake stuff. I'd. I'd yeah.
2: Man, we're a popular pick right now, which what you, I don't Bulldogs, feel really care right? about. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll rep the Bulldogs. Who are they I, playing? I some, they're playing Miami. They're a 12 oh. seed playing a five. So Good luck. It
0: happens. It happens.
2: There's always a popular 12 seed
0: pick and mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it but Drake seems to be the well they have a long pick. stored history in the uh turn in the tourney <laughs> Drake yeah. to yeah. Very <laughs> funny. They, they have won a game right yeah they they beat Wichita State uh two years ago yeah I think I thought I remembered that yeah so that's yeah. good I mean yeah, they're so not they're, they're not a basketball powerhouse no we're having a run right now that I'm enjoying and you know, I'm right? still shedding tears over the fact that the Panthers couldn't get that out of man that would have been awesome oh uh, it's only happened once I think in my Long, oh, no, twice. Twice, twice. I uh, think Pearl right? got him there twice. Was it twice? Okay. There yeah, I was in been, Vegas for one of those. Did Bo get him awesome. there ever? Oh, I don't, I don't think know so. about
1: that. Bo never got him there? Don't think so. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I th- I think twice under Pearl. I'm pretty sure. And once sure was twice. the year they made, didn't they make the Sweet 16? They did. Yeah, that was, what when was that, 80s? 90s? I don't know. It was 2000 I was something. there in, yeah, in was the early 80s. Right. It Pearl, yeah. When was Pearl? Pearl? Then they lost Oh, the Illinois. history's all muddled for me. My goodness, you're off by like two decades. <laughs> Jeez, no. guy.
0: I mean, I graduated in 83. I should probably know like what happened after that. <laughs> he wants to bet Marquette football games Maybe he should guy. have worn a Marquette jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a lot of mean spiritness out of you two gentlemen today. I'll, I'll yeah, take it in a more positive direction when I start you know. jumping on the mic oh, in a few minutes. That's what the people count on Oh, that's what they count on it for. Yep. Steve Scafidi's next on WTMJ.